Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. It's the Round Ball Rock Podcast, starring Dave Schilling, Jordan Clarkson, Sedale Threats, Eldon Campbell, Joey Devine, Mitch Kupchak, Xavier Henry, Marky Walker, DJ Benga, Tacos, Slava Medvedenko, Sasha Vujicic, Special Guest Chris Garcia, Musical Guest Flea, and now the temporary host of Round Ball Rock, Joey Devine. Everybody, Dave is on assignment, so we should have an episode with him up earlier this week. So I'm your host. Hi, it's gonna be lit, fam. I got them all out of the way, even though I'm the host this time. Under baby, Sean, how are you doing? I'm doing great. Welcome to you? Round Ball Rock. Does he normally say that? I don't know. I don't listen when he talks. Yeah. <laughs> Um, we've got a special guest today, Chris Garcia. How you doing? Good. You might have seen Chris on Adam Devine's house party. No relation no to me. No relation. Um, it's the season is over, guys. The season's over. It's fine. We did. We did it, everybody. But you know what's not over? What's that? Uh, our wonderful listeners sending us emails about st- NBA stories that do not matter. So let's go to the news. This is Round Ball Rock Reader Mail. Communications from listeners. Why do we call it Reader Mail? It is confusing for robots. 
what we've got here is uh, Tony Romo signed a one-day contract to sit on the bench with the Mavericks, and he went to shoot mm-hmm. around. Uh, I think they gave him Ray John Rondo's old number, if I'm not. Yeah, I think so. Uh, it's it's weird they didn't you think retire, they didn't retire that. that. Yeah, <laughs> number nine. Uh, yeah, number nine. Number nine. Number nine. Number nine. <laughs> um, so yeah, uh, we got one email from uh, genial black man Trey Cool X that asked us, guys, who would we want to see get a one day contract for an NBA player? Uh-huh. Uh, he sent a oh, non NBA player get a one day contract. Wait a second. Yeah, because uh, he sent a list of people he'd like to see, which is Chris Paul's twin brother Cliff. He'd be, yeah, he. That... I don't think he's good at basketball. Isn't that the idea of those? Uh, he likes to help people. Yeah, he was Where traumatized Chris Paul likes by being to punch people in the balls. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, and you know, one thing that I, I actually am making a short film that I'm submitting to Sub- Sundance, which is about Cliff Paul's personal life, where he really is a very generous insurance agent, but. Sometimes he cries for no reason, mm-hmm. and eventually he uh, uses Google Maps to find his birth mom. Oh, what's it called? Uh, it's called uh, State Farm Lion. <laughs> My God. Uh, he'd also see. He'd also like to see Taylor Swift's surprised face get signed. Oh, yeah. Uh, also, Ludacris's fake abs from oh. that video. Those are fake. Oh, yeah, they are. I know. Oh, I'm man. sorry. I hate to break it to you. Oh man. Okay. Uh. Spoiler alert, Ludacris will be showing up on this podcast later. What? Yeah, that's he's family. Uh, <laughs> Donald Trump's hair weaver. That's who else Trey Cool X would like to see. Uh, O.J. Simpson. He'd like <laughs> that would be Give him a one day. What team? <laughs> Clippers. I kind of think that, that the Orlando Magic might do it accidentally. Oh, like, yeah. they just haven't been keeping up with the news. Like, oh, he's a great. Like, yeah. Oh, he's incarcerated in Nevada, not Florida, right? Yeah. yeah. Um, well, he he seems like he's a good like Raider ceremonial contract guy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, he'd also like to see OJ Mayo. <laughs> 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 he's got another year to go on his cocaine suspension. Well, they didn't say what drug, but okay. yes, he's got another year. Uh, but he'll come back. And he'd also like to see rapper OJ DeJuice Man. Uh, he'd also like to see the Pelicans King Cake Baby get a one oh, contract. Oh, man. That's, yeah. That's pretty good. If the Cake Baby was at shoot-around, they should have the Cake Baby do shoot-around every game. Yeah. And then the other team will just get kind of sad and <laughs> not that motivated to play anymore. Uh He'd also like to see the man with an executive producer Dick Wolf tramp stamp get signed. (laughs) And Kobe Bryant and the entire Muse Cage gang. Oh, so Kobe... um, Lil Mamba. Lil Mamba. The voice of Belle from Beauty and the Beast. Yeah, and then Uh, a bunch of cardboard. And then highlights of, oh, that devil, that devil in the sky that throws lightning bolts of hate. The country singing Bruce Lee... Yeah. Movie Devil. Yeah. Um wow. and highlights of Russell Westbrook and James Harden. I mean that's that's pretty entertaining. Especially so, for a one day. Now I'd like to the city turns its lonely eyes to you, you guys. Who would you like to see get a one day contract? Frankie Muniz. Oh, from the Clippers? Yeah. Yes. Man, no they brainer. really gotta make that happen. <laughs> Cause he hates Los Angeles, but he still loves the Clippers. I don't know why he hates Los Angeles, but where does he live? Arizona, Arizona, Arizona. Phoenix, Arizona. Yeah, he's had some troubles with, with his house though. And so scorpions, like, hard to get the cable. You guys, are, all, you guys got... are big Frank Muniz heads. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
Yeah. No. Oh, yeah. Have you talked about him before on the podcast? Yeah. Every at the end of every episode, <laughs> Are you I say follow me on Twitter at Frankie Muniz and read yeah. a Frankie Muniz tweet. <laughs> Has he played before? Has he done like a celebrity game or like even he's any? been in two celebrity games? He's I been in um, at least one celebrity game. There's a picture of him with Ashton Kutcher, okay. and it's weird because Frankie is not. I want to say Frankie's playing for the East team. Yeah. And so he's not wearing a Clippers jersey, but the other person in the photo is. Oh, does he wear gel in his hair when he plays? Have you seen? Uh, headband. Put, I I, he wears a headband. A headband guy. Yeah. I knew it was one or the other. <laughs> gel and stuff always freaks me out. You, you don't like when people wear gel in their hair and play basketball? <laughs> I don't know. It's weird. Yeah, what, what would <laughs> be so wrong weird. with that? Did you just take a shower? I think isn't it? They've got to look good. They're on TV. Yeah, but you could just do something. There's not a pro- there's other products other than just hair yeah. gel. Like not that stands 12? up to that NBA sweat. Oh, this is so sad that know. he didn't get that clip. Get a shorter jersey. haircut or a headband. <laughs> um, yeah, a Kutch Kutch is wearing Clippers warm ups, and uh, Frankie Muniz appears to be in a Hawks jersey. A <laughs> uh, what jersey? A Hawks jersey? Uh huh. Uh, you can also see him in the celebrity shootout. He's wearing a Suns jersey at one point. So, yeah, I think he's played in two. Yeah. Um, all right, Sean, who would you like to see? What one non-NBA player would you like to get to see get a contract? Oh, I'd love to see Patrick Marlowe of the Sharks get a one-day <laughs> Warriors contract and then have them take it away and replace him with a different <laughs> Shark as they do when he's the captain of their yeah. hockey team. Uh huh. That's a... there's no way he's you know I bet he just rains threes in practice too, and then like the fourth quarter he's just throwing the ball out of bounds, <laughs> dribbling it off his foot. As I've always mm-hmm. said, Patrick Marlowe is the hockey player you want when the chips are up. <laughs> <laughs> I want to see Woody Allen get a one day contract <laughs> with the, the Knicks. Knicks? Oh, that'd be pretty good. <laughs> He's suiting up. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You know that? Did you not see Romo? Romo wore. Oh, yeah. They sat him on the bench. Yeah. He was in the layup line. They pretended to put him in the oh, game. Yeah. Put Woody Allen in. Yeah. That? What's oh. his number? What do you? Think? Oh, Woody Allen would definitely wear his age. I think so. Like seventy-five. <laughs> it wouldn't be like. It wouldn't be like sixty-nine. He's like, I chose a number that reflected the only thing I like more than basketball. <laughs> <laughs> But I always have trouble <laughs> finishing at the rim. <laughs> the, the question is, do you think he would continue to wear that bucket hat he wears to Knicks games always? Oh, that would be fantastic. He is sick. <laughs> Could he get like a bucket headband somehow? Oh, like you man. just yeah, cut yeah. the top of the hat out. <laughs> and and like sort of a Yeah, full on cornrows and tats. <laughs> Woody Allen Iverson. That'd be pretty sick. Uh, do you think Spike? We're talking about practice. <laughs> We're talking about practice. <laughs> uh, I, I, I'm supposed to not say anything critical about the officials, so I'll bo- just say both teams played hard. <laughs> uh, you want to hear what uh, Marshall McLuhan has to say about practice? <laughs> All right, that was good. All right, we also have a call about Tony Romo. We do have a call. call Tony Romo was a big topic. (laughs) Tony Romo. People, our fans know 
what the important things are. Not to us, the round ball, round ball rock nation. <laughs> the round rocketeers. Uh, the round ball rock, uh, round ball what the fuckers. Yeah. <laughs> um, uh, so we got a call. Let's robot play the call. Yeah, this is from uh, our friend uh, at Chris underscore meta. Hi guys, my name is Christian. I'm the Cal State Fullerton fan. I think you can go by that name. I'm calling today to ask because we saw Tony Romo uh, do okay as a basketball player. What other major athletes do you think would be good as basketball players? Or what do you think uh, which basketball players would be good at other sports? Uh, keep up the good work and trust the process, guys. Oh, thanks, Chris. That's Great question. Guy. All right, so his two questions. First off, Thank you for calling and asking a question. We've had some. Those of you that call and don't ask questions, mm -hmm. learn from Chris, the Cal State Fullerton. Guy. Go Titans. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so his <laughs> questions were, although he asked two questions, and I don't know how I feel about that. <laughs> um, what other major athletes do you think would be good as basketball players? I mean, the height thing really makes a big difference. I would love to have seen, it's not the right era for him, but I kind of feel like in the mid-90s, Randy Johnson could have slid seamlessly into the Utah Jazz starting line. Oh, yeah, He'd be totally. like a Rambus style. Yeah, like a Rambus. He is 6'10", but just, just all over the place, kind of thuggy, flailing mm. his arms a lot. Oh, yeah. He'd wear so much gear, oh, too. Yeah. He, I think he would He would totally wear rec specs, for yeah. sure. Oh, for sure. Yeah. Um, he looks more like a hockey player though than a basketball player to me. It's true, and he's <laughs> it's he's good friends with Pearl Jam, who are all he's big basketball really? fans. Yeah, <laughs> wouldn't you be friends with Jeff Ament? You know who? Or Mike the... McCready? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know all the Stone Gossard, <laughs> Dave Abruzzese. Oh man. Those guys, rock and roll and shorts. Hey, they, <laughs> congratulations like, to Pearl Jam on making the, the rock, rock and roll, roll Hall of Fame. <laughs> yeah, good job. And the shorts Hall of Fame. Oh, yeah. the, those are they the first? Are they like one of the first bands to be like, hey guys, shorts? We just wear shorts. Well, on yeah, because you know what happened is they were all like real Seattle, and then the the guy, what's his name, Andrew, who's the guy who died. From Mother Love Bone. Oh, I don't know that guy's name. He okay. wore long velvet gloves on stage, yeah. though. So, so <laughs> they, they come in. Those guys are like, we got to change it up. Eddie Vedder shows up from San Diego, and he's like, I don't even own long pants. <laughs> um, I'm cutting them off. I feel like the oh, Red Hot Chili Peppers wore shorts, though. short man. <laughs> <laughs> the Red Hot Chili Peppers wore shorts. Yeah, but they first. also oh, didn't yeah. wear pants. That's like the yeah. key. Of yeah, but the I feel like Funk pe Peppers were wearing shorts. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like yeah, Hillel Slovak <laughs> was was wearing like Daisy Duke cutoffs. Oh yeah, he totally was. <laughs> who do you and think? Like, no shirt. Who was the first Chili Pepper that decided to go back to the shirt on stage? Chad Smith. Chad 100%. Smith. Oh yeah, for sure. He was like, yeah, <laughs> like the one guy who can justify shirtlessness probably the most because he's drumming and his arms are moving around and stuff. Yeah. But his body is the least yeah, he's conducive got the most to wearing body. a shirt. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. Because he was the one not on heroin. So he retained, like, mm -hmm. uh, all that craft services. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
I'd like to see Lionel Messi play basketball. I was thinking that too. Just because I want to see him get stuffed at the rim oh, over and so over He's so little. You know again. he's like five, I know. Five he's like Earl Boykins. Right? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and people would be like, oh, the magician. Swat. Yeah, it's yeah. just like dancing around his guy, but then like a big humpy center just knocking him, <laughs> knocking yeah. him over. Yeah, just imagine it's like that happens to, um, not, not that this is even a good defensive center, but that happens to JaVale McGee a lot. There's always there's a lot of moments when a guy will like fake out JaVale and go to the rim and JaVale will be faked out, but he's very tall and has long arms, so he'll just kinda of turn around and still block the shot. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> what about Bo Jackson? Just to see like for a now Bo reasons. Jackson? Like bowling ball shaped Bo Jackson? The one crossbow. Yeah, crossbow in. crossbow Bo Jackson. <laughs> crossbow Jackson. Now uh, I think I would like to, if back in the day he played a third sport and it was, if anything, just to see that poster with him in the pads and mm-hmm. the baseball bat and then somehow having a basketball included. <laughs> like he's, he's got short shorts on. <laughs> yeah, he's yeah. like balancing a basketball on his head. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> because that's just ridiculous. And I would like him to, I'd like to see him play basketball. Like he incorporates stuff from it's like basketball, like football he would like run into the tunnel mm-hmm. after dunking yeah and then he would like run up the side of the back of the backboard he would run up the backboard <laughs> like he did the, like the like the warning track and stuff yeah. like that um that and maybe tommy lasorda tommy lasorda now like coaching a team or no now? tommy oh, lasorda playing? now okay. with a walker bringing the ball yeah, he sucks. <laughs> uh he would hate analytics so much <laughs> I feel like he'd get a lot of calls, though, because guys wouldn't realize how far his body extended in front of him. Yeah. And there'd be, like, a lot of, like, touch fouls. <laughs> and I've been talking to sort of a great free-throw shooter. Oh, he for sure shoots under, like, granny style. Oh, for sure, yeah. yeah. Uh, all right, well, which basketball player would you like to see play another sport, you guys? You know, it's always people always talk about soccer. Mm-hmm. I feel like that's too boring for these guys. Yeah. They'd oh, just, for sure. Just be like, oh, it's going one goal. Yeah. Like I always, yeah. I always thought it'd be cool to see Nash or something play soccer, but that is kind of boring. I always was like, with... yeah, that, but it's like too easy of an analog. I feel like where oh, it's like, yeah. where it's like, yeah, any NBA player would be like an awesome goalie. Like, oh. Sean Marion or like Andre Kirilenko or one of those guys, like of course. And then all, people always want to see LeBron James play tight end too. They always talk Why is about it that tight end. <laughs> yeah, that's so weird. Like, yeah, oh, he couldn't play wide receiver. It's not like he's fast. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah, they he's, want he's LeBron six, James eight. to block. Yeah. they want to see LeBron James. Block. Yeah, yeah. Just, just establish the run first, then we'll get LeBron his touches. <laughs> Are we talking all time or just right now? Yeah, just pick whoever, man. Okay, I would like to see Oliver Miller play tennis. <laughs> <laughs> I think that would be really fun. I think, um, the, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I want to see Shaq in a rodeo. Oh, that would be awesome. <laughs> that would be great. I, I also think um, we, we talked about this with Brendan Lynch, but uh, I think Tracy McGrady's actually a baseball player. Oh, wow. like that's his mentality. Oh, he gets well, it done himself. Did he drafted by the Blue Jays or something? Yeah, he wanted to play baseball, yeah. but the money was so much better in basketball. He went and he went and pitched in. Oh, that's what, right. What? Oh, he actually is a good bit at baseball. Yeah, yeah. He, was it like double leg or something? Something like that. Like that. He After was like a relief he retired, pitcher. He yeah. tried to be a relief pitcher. He pitched in like one game and it wasn't good, and he like retired immediately. But yeah. 
he like really did try and go be a major league baseball pitcher after he retired. Oh, yeah. yeah. It's crazy. What about, um, I would like to see somebody box. Yeah. Who would be a good boxer? Uh, I think it would be kind of probably a Slava Medvedenko. Oh, dude, Slava. <laughs> I mean, there's all those I, Eastern European yeah, guys. Darko like, did MMA he, fight. He Darko didn't do did? well, right? No, he didn't do no. well, but he tried. Um, yeah, Will Chamberlain did karate and then pro volleyball. Well, oh, then, yeah. uh, Kareem Abdul-Jabbar also fought Bruce Lee that one time. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that was a weird karate era, and then I realized that the karate era kind of hasn't ever ended. <laughs> yeah, it's still going. <laughs> I've I've even heard people say, like, yeah, yeah, James Johnson. Because James Johnson of the Heat is, like, an actual amateur MMA fighter. Yeah. And even he will give quotes like, well, you know, my hands are lethal weapons, so I can't really get into it with a civilian. <laughs> All right, uh... Oh, also, I just want to mention, uh, I learned with Tony Romo's one-day contract, his son's name is Rivers Romo. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, that's so funny. He's he's pretty into Pinkerton, I think. You think Tony Romo's a Pinkerton man? No, I don't know. I think he's more into, like, maladroit. I think oh, he goes yeah. deep. He's a, he's a Beverly Hills guy. Yeah. Oh, yeah. He's like, you know that song, Beverly Hills? A I guy named Rivers Cuomo wrote that song. <laughs> so I named my song, my son, Rivers, Rivers Romo. Romo. <laughs> Quivers Romo. No. Do you think he, do you think um, whatever Latino relative was like ready to disown him after that one? That Antonio Ramiro Romo oh, was like, why? yeah, my why son should be Why would you ever bring up a river ever again? <laughs> Some of our worst memories, Mijo. <laughs> you are a traitor. <laughs> Weirdly, did you know that Rivers Romo, also one of his legs is shorter than the other? Oh, wow. Yeah, He's I see that. That surgery. All right. Hey, it's news time. Uh-oh. All right, robot, play the news drop. Ro- robot, play the news. This is Round Ball Rock News. Basketball news. For humans and robots. Trust the process. Did you know Russell Westbrook finished the season with a triple-double? Oh, I'm so happy for everybody. Oh, Did you see uh, Oscar Robertson uh, last night? Really? That was hilarious. Yeah. Um, did you see him throwing all that shade on Twitter? Oscar Robinson throwing all that shade on Twitter during the game. He was live tweeting the game. I didn't. Well, <laughs> <no>. <laughs> uh, he's. I. I love Oscar Robertson's. Uh, I love Oscar Robertson. Start of the Players Association. Real. Uh, like retroactively, everybody talked about triple doubles. Where uh, I do. So we started hearing about triple doubles when. Like the eighties, yeah. Did people talk about right. like magic getting triple doubles at the time. I unfortunately don't know a lot of these things because I was I, a Warriors fan. I heard and you like used to have a triple double is singles. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> They're like, oh <laughs> damn. Oh, did you see so, Bimbo Coles? He had nine and nine, dude. <laughs> <laughs> he got a triple double: points, turnovers, and technicals. <laughs> uh, I read somewhere that the triple double was actually created by CBS Sports. 
Yeah, I mean, it's like at some point. Well, it's like, like all of those double. It's like when you when people for the last couple of weeks have been talking about James Harden, they had this stat like, well, he was involved in this percentage of points that he either assisted on or scored points on. I was like, well, I wonder where why people started talking about that. It's like, well, because the Houston Rockets PR department put that out. That's uh, why. But there's like a new stat that he's amazing at. Yeah, they, yeah. They, it just happens to <laughs> oh, really yeah. favor their own he's player. He's like the, the first NBA player to be responsible for scoring 25 points a game and assisting on 25 points a game. Uh, I'm just wondering where, like, where they're like moving the boundaries as they were some poor yeah. MIT student doing an internship <laughs> for yeah. free. Uh, so, yeah, congratulations to Russell Westbrook on uh, uh, that made-up thing. <laughs> he did. Yeah, uh, I mean, I mean, he did. He was amazing. It was he a great season. It. But uh, you know, it was really impressive. I just think, um, two of two parts of the triple double are much more imp- impressive than the other part of the triple double. Which part of the triple double do you not like? Uh, the rebounds. Oh like, yeah, yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm very unimpressed by the double double stat too, which is always like. Well, I think I think again as a Warrior fan, I was like, "Wow, another double double from Tyrone Hill." Yeah. David Lee, double double, ten and eight, yeah, so ten boring. and like, and, and also like assists. At least I know they vary, and you can you know some guys hunt for assists and stuff, but that's a pretty direct. You threw a pass and it got shot. With rebounds, it's like someone could have missed a free throw and right, it landed. Like in the NBA, mm-hmm. people don't go after missed rebounds. Like, if you're shooting yeah. rebounds, at the end of the game, yes. Mm-hmm. But it's – the reason people – No, I know. Get, yeah. I watched Troy yeah. Murphy play basketball <laughs> and he for got, multiple yeah, seasons. Yeah, getting, like – and yeah, when Troy Murphy played, it looked like he was going to, like, punch, um, you know, Mike Dunleavy Jr. if he came near – The free throw rebound. Yeah, despite <laughs> them being effectively the same size. Yeah. <laughs> and, and, and just, like, it, it doesn't matter. And I've heard people say, like, oh, it's better that uh, the big guys just make a wall and let Russell get the rebound because he's got the ball and he can go. It's kind of like, well, you you are allowed to pass the basketball. But that's the thing. It's like, you know what's faster than Russell Westbrook running? Someone throwing the ball to Russell Westbrook who's already halfway down the court. Uh, But 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 that being said, he's been totally kicking ass. Yeah, he's great. I just don't care about the rebound part. Yeah. But him, him, like scoring fifty points every every night and yeah. scoring like fifteen points in the end of the games. That's like the greatest thing ever. And that's the only that's the only thing. It's the 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 rebound thing is so blatant that I feel like it almost gives people something to to rip on. Mm-hmm. Whereas it's he's just playing really really well. What do you think uh, to rip on? Why? Because it's like you're a, you're obviously just a monster if you're getting ten rebounds. Yeah, and under, yeah. Well, and also, I think... Like I think, stat hungry or something? Yeah, like you're stat hungry. Well, and it's also just something to pick on well, if you yeah. don't like him. Yeah. Or, but it's also like your way to be smart. Like, the most crazy thing, I think, is people who say, oh, Kawhi Leonard's an MVP, and you look and you're like, no, not at all. Like, just, <laughs> yeah. just by any standards of like, well, uh, uh, you know, he won the most games... Yeah. On a team that only had Monty Ginobili, Tony Parker, Pau Gasol, yeah, and Danny, Danny Green, Green. And you know, oh, and Lamarcus <laughs> Aldridge, who is a Mac, yeah. five-time All Star, Lamarcus Aldridge. But yeah. He's doing it all himself, and the greatest coach in NBA history. But 
I mean, he's he's a good player and everything, but that's yeah. like that's the biggest like contrarian nerd. Oh yeah. Also, he has the best coach of all time. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> just, yeah. So it's Russell. Just, this is a real feat. Yeah. He was abandoned. See, I yeah that that I think that matters. It's like I but see, I also disagree. I think the narrative has gone too far the other way. Where people are like, those guys are fucking terrible. He's got nobody. Oh, yeah. Like, Steven Adams <laughs> is better than anyone on the Rockets, not named James Harden. Yeah. Uh, I mean, a lot. And also, I don't know. I, I just think it goes too far the other way now where people are like, it's just... it's. It is not the Smush Parker Lakers that well, Russell Westbrook yeah. is dealing with. Well, the here. thing is, the thing is, he has, he has a team with a bunch of guys who are good at things that are not scoring. Yeah, I and, mean, there and he are has multiple, almost only guys that do that. There are multiple top ten picks on that team. Yeah, it, but it's like uh, Cantor can only score, and you can kind of only play him on the bench. Well, and, and he then, can rebound when he's not yeah. boxing out for Russell Westbrook. But when you looked at what they, <laughs> they had in the playoffs, it was like, well, what what were they doing on offense to do well against the Warriors? It was like, well, Adams and Ibaka and Roberson were playing tough D, getting tons of rebounds and just cutting to the basket. Mm-hmm. And Westbrook and Durant took all the shots anyway. Yeah. So, I don't know. It just seems like it's a modified version of it and you know it's a pretty good response yeah totally they win like 47 games 48 games yeah i just i prefer the style of basketball the rockets play uh just generally um i mean I, that's the real difference. i thought i i probably would have said that but then i've just been watching the thunder and i'm like this is the most compelling thing you could possibly <laughs> be watching rockets. i saw them that game when they a couple weeks ago or maybe i don't know a week and a half ago uh, where they lost the Warriors. I mean, you could, the whole time they were up by like twelve at one mm-hmm. point. I was like, "There's no way they're gonna win this game." <laughs> <laughs> the Rockets are not gonna win this fucking game. Harden is fucking weird as shot, and like, and no, he's like it's half of the game he holds the team hostage. It feels like, and then he he scores at will, which is great. But uh, I don't know. He's so weird looking too. Like the padding and the beard. And you, you you can't really t- like I think he's in really good shape. Yeah, but he but looks, he looks dumpy. He's got you know? big. Does he have a huge butt? Is that he, what it is? He looks a, out of shape still. Yeah, yeah. like it feels. I like know he he's should, not. Like, yeah, he, I'm not like, calling yeah. him out of shape, but yeah, <laughs> he took a year off and he didn't work out. And yeah, he, he looks like amazing. Baron Davis now. Yeah, yeah totally. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, and he has a beard where it's like I know it's his signature, but but like I have a beard. That's supposed to conceal, you know, the lack of jawline. Yeah, spanks for your face. Neck. Yeah, <laughs> but he really—I don't know. I but then I was kind of hating on him, and then I saw this thing, about some short documentary or something about him, and it was so sweet. You know, he's from Compton yeah. and shit. But like, he went, I think he really got focused basketball when he was like seven or something. And one day he wrote his—he left his mom a note that said. Mom, can you leave me some money for school and uh, also wake me up at 7 so he can practice? And then he wrote, I'm going to be a star. And he drew a little star, and his mom still has it. And I was like, oh, man, that shit rules. He's great. This is good. And, yeah. Him and Westbrook, both L.A. boys. Yep. Oh, yeah. That's Tamar right. DeRozan, too. Oh, yeah. Is, is James Harden also from Compton? James Harden's from Compton. Yeah. Russ, I don't know where Russ I is from. He, I think he went to losing or 
uh, high, which is. I but yeah, that's the Kobe legacy, dude. My oh, favorite. oh yeah, these kids love Kobe. Yeah, yeah. like, and oh, they play right. like Kobe. They both play like, oh, and Demar Derozan does too. They're like, oh, shoot yeah. all the time, no passing, like monsters. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Let's talk about somebody else. <laughs> That we all love, right? Brooke Lopez. Another <laughs> Who LA love boy. Brooke Lopez. A proud Cuban American, Brooke Lopez. Hey, he's, he's from Merced, right? Or I think Modesto. They went to high, I'm pretty sure they went to high school in Los Angeles. No, no, not. they're Modesto. They're Central. Wow. That's why they're Modesto? so weird. Them and Quincy Pondexter were like from Modesto, I think. Oh, my yeah. God. Which one's which of the Lopez brothers? Well, Robin has the big hair, and then <laughs> Brooke has the short hair. Um, they the, both love Disney. Um, hey, Robin's they're both the hiding. Fr- they're in the witness protection yeah. program. Robin, Their voices are temporary like that. Robin is the mean one. Brooke is the meaner one. <laughs> I would have I would have put a clip. Uh, we'll take a pause for it right now, but uh, I have three different Lopez twin related drops. I'm going to have one where they are complaining about each other's cats. Mm-hmm. Okay. I mean, it's typ- typical brothers, brother, uh, familial stuff. You know, he's a bit of a mess. He's a bit self-centered. Things like that, you know. Um, I mean, the, the cat was really, you know, uh, that was kind of the final straw. Brooks, uh, Brooks really obnoxious and boneheaded in his uh, deceit. Did you know, did you know that they're they're well the dad's cuban and the mom's a pterodactyl do you know why <laughs> did you know that's why they look like that <laughs> it's really weird too that uh they were both playing in new york city and brooke was living with a different lopez brother because Which, they oh, apparently other lopez brothers. yeah yeah they apparently need like a third person because otherwise they just sit around going like Shut up, Robin. <laughs> Stop it, Brooke. And their cats don't get along. And Oh, I need to say why we're talking about Brooke Lopez. Oh, right. Oh, yeah, Sorry. Well, about Brooke Lopez. Man, this show is rudderless without Dave. Uh, Brooke Lopez is the Nets all-time leading scorer. <laughs> what? <laughs> oh, it's the saddest NBA story of the year. Brooke Was Lopez. Like Dr. J on the Nets and shit. <laughs> It's crazy. Like, like they had, they've had Vince Carter, Jason, Jason Kidd. Doesn't matter. Uh, Derek Coleman was the top pick in the Stephon draft. Stephon Marbury. Was yeah, they've very had good all these net. guys, but 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 no one stays very long. And so, just by virtue of being on the team for nine years, he's like the leading scorer. That's insane. <laughs> he beat that is Buck the Williams. craziest thing I've ever heard in my whole life. Is he gonna get a statue? No. Oh, at the Barclays Center. <laughs> no. But what uh, we he, didn't want to pay. Yeah. We didn't want to pay for the statue, so we just got one of those leftover models from the Beetlejuice, uh, <laughs> and we decided just to paint it gold and put it outside yeah. of the Barclays Center. Uh, we put Center. the statue of Slender Man. <laughs> but really, I mean, th- there's a chance that he will play like another year and a half in Brooklyn because he. He's he never complains. He seems like he's a good teammate. They put him on the trade block every year, and no uh-huh. one wants him. Or they or they're <laughs> holding out for things. But I think he's. I think he must be personally really pleasant. Oh yeah. Well, when KG and Paul Pierce were there, they loved him, but hated Darren Williams. Yeah. And so he he could really. So he has something like it's like ten thousand three hundred points. He could be fifty percent ahead. Of the second place person, and people would still just say, "What? 
How long has he been in the league? <laughs> but just um, his teams have been so bad. I think I think he's averaging. He's been there nine years. They've averaged twenty nine wins a year oh when God. he's there. And um, he got picked in. He was like the number ten pick, I think, in like yeah. two thousand eight. Yeah, that sounds right. And since then, they've only had one lottery pick because their GMs are so bad. Because <laughs> they keep trading their picks. So they, they drafted Terrence Williams the year after him. And after that, the highest pick they've gotten has been like 22, 23. So there's never anyone else who needs the ball, really. And there's no one pushing him. He's still one of the team's young stars. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, don't uh, the owners? They have the crazy Russian guy, right? Is yeah, yeah. The, Miguel Mikhail Prokhorov. Yeah, yeah. How does that influence the team? Is it like? Well, um, <laughs> they, wait, are they, you Brooke or Robin right now? Oh, uh, I'm Brooke. Okay, <laughs> shut up, Brooke. <laughs> shut up, Robin. <laughs> well, uh, sometimes he calls me and he talks to me about oil, <laughs> and then I hang up. <laughs> Yeah, is it is it possible that the Nets have been in this tailspin because uh, Prokhorov has been hacking the presidential? <laughs> yeah, <election>? I think <laughs> Trump's a Knicks fan, so he's like, "All right, well, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, all right, guys, it's that time of year." What? Steph Curry has ugly new shoes that everyone hates. Yeah. Oh, Why do they keep doing this right as the playoffs begin? I mean, I've I think I've told you my theory is that if you've seen what. Steph Curry's regular civilian clothes are like they're worse than his shoes. <laughs> He's always wearing like like you know, like are you wearing like a Kangol hat and like a hoodie that doesn't have sleeves. Yeah, it's like oh, like, like the version of Michael Jordan's jeans that are somehow also substitute ke- teacher khakis. Yeah, he's he dresses kind of like millennial Michael Jordan. Yeah, or like like a <laughs> yeah, it looks every it's like a '90s picture day. Yeah. At school, I yeah, mean, like, his wife dresses him, correct? I mean, I kind of think so, yeah. but yeah, it's, <laughs> does she design those fucking? Aisha? No, shoes? she's too busy cooking. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, it just feels like if he was like, man, what would a Tribe Called Quest fan from 22 years ago <laughs> yeah. dress like if he was costumed by the yeah. staff of girls? Yeah. <laughs> uh, what so, did Lawrence, <laughs> friend of the pod, Zach Harper. Called them a PT cruiser for your feet. Oh, that's great. Uh, and Chris, you are the person. You are one of the best people I know at burning uh, things. You're the best at burns. Uh, so I'm going to show you like, a picture of these shoes. Let's take a look. They're called the Oxbloods, and I'm going to put Oxbloods. <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> they're. I'm going to put 15 seconds on the clock. Okay. Well, actually, let's make it 30. 30 seconds. seconds. Okay. 30 seconds on the clock. And we're going to see how many burns you can get in on the Under Armour Steph Curry 3 Oxbloods in 30 seconds. All right. No one, tell me when. Go. Uh, they look like uh, like a R&B singer in Spaces shoe. Uh, <laughs> they look like uh, a dolphin fucked a wallet. Um, <laughs> it looks like uh, uh, maybe like... Oh, yeah. Like, it looks like if you took that weird part of Seal's face and made these, like, and and one FUBU-style shoes out of them, uh, they look, 
Oh, yeah. It looks like furniture. Like, uh, I don't know. Let's see. What else does this look like? It's got these little holes in them. Why does it have holes all over it? And it has the fucking Sports Center logo on it. <laughs> oh, Steph Curry. Uh, and time. Ah. I don't know. There's more in there. Those are really, really ugly. Well, if you can think of any more burns throughout the podcast, okay. feel free to just throw them out. What would you? What occasion would you wear those shoes to, Joey? Uh, hmm. Like uh, a junior prom, mm-hmm. where they max they match your like joke tucks. Yeah, I'm thinking maybe like <laughs> you your mini mall has expanded your Aldo shoes franchise. Oh my god! And you added like an orange Julius yeah. barista. Uh, yeah, <laughs> it looks like if Aldo made like golf shoes right. or something like a high top <laughs> golf shoe for Samuel L. Jackson in 1995. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I also think you would wear those if you were like. Sammy Sosa dressing up for a special occasion. <laughs> yeah, and it was your first day in America. Yeah, right? yeah. <laughs> like you have like these are my shoes. Like they're shiny. <laughs> You're only allowed to have shoes that shiny if you've been in this country for less than a year. Because <laughs> that's a, that's a shiny shoe time. A recent yeah, immigrant. Uh-huh. Your shoes are shinier than hell because you're excited <laughs> to be here. Uh, it's like somebody decided to make a sandal and then melted in a tanning bed. <laughs> yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. High top aquas. High top aquas. Aquas. Uh, the other time I think you could wear them is if you also have matching oxblood jump soles. <laughs> so the name oxblood? What's that? I think it's that color. It's that like maroon. Oh. Um, anyway. It's like, hey, Clay, what should I name this? <sighs> Oxblood, dude. <laughs> Just call it Oxblood, dude. <laughs> oh, that shoe's got hairs on it. <laughs> All right, now let's talk about something Chris would love to talk about, maybe. What? The Lakers can't tank, bro. What happened? We're too good. Uh, so the Lakers were 10 and 10 to start the year. Chris, longtime Laker fan, Los Angeles native. Love them. What, what jerseys do you have or have you had in your life? Right now, I have uh, I have a Magic, an Eldon Campbell, a Nick Van Exel. That's a child sized, right? Child sized <laughs> fits sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> Doesn't fit. Yeah, does not fit like around the holidays. Uh, <laughs> we got uh, what else do I got? Do you have a Vlade? No, I I look for Vladis all the time. Sometimes they're online and they're like eighty bucks. I'm like, come on. Um, I would. I'd love a Vladi one. I want to. I want an AC Green one, real bad. Mm, Cause you're a virgin. Yeah, I'm a virgin still. <laughs> I'll even take an AC Green. I kind of want an AC Green Suns one. I think that'd be kind of yeah. Dope. Um, I want an Ariza one. I don't have an Ariza. You one. you love. I love Trevor, Trevor Ariza. Ariza. He's for my some favorite reason. Laker when he was on the team. Like I love Kobe. As much as you can, you know. Yeah. Uh, and uh, you know, you get in that muse cage and just think about Kobe. It's over. But a <laughs> LA kid went to UCLA. UCLA yeah. Went to Westchester High, and mm-hmm. I just love how he plays. I, I when I watch the Rockets, who I hate, I'm like, ah, oh, I fucking miss Ariza. He's so great. He was. He. They really shouldn't. I mean, obviously they won the title the next year, so good job. But I kind of think they should have kept him. Yeah. He would have done a lot of the things that Artest did anyway. 
Well, he wouldn't have uh, been appearing at the Hollywood Improv. <laughs> oh, that's <laughs> so right. So that's a loss for you know, the Yeah, a loss for the comedy community. after his 18 points. Yeah. He did a set right afterwards. Yeah. I drove by. They were... They were uh, <laughs> I, I forgot. I was like, we should all go run our test. Oh, Metal World Peace, excuse me, is playing the improv. Like, they were, they had it on the jumbo screen outside. <laughs> <laughs> it would say, like, it would be like Joey Coco Diaz, <laughs> Metal World Peace, Lori Kilmartin. <laughs> <laughs> what other player, do, who, who do you think should do stand-up? That would be, who would you like to and who do you think would be good at it? Um, well, you saw Blake Griffin, right? Yeah, you were at that. Uh, how was how was he? He was great. Yeah. He was funny. He had good stage presence. Mm-hmm. I think Dirk could do a good like five to seven minutes. You think Dirk could? It's just because he's like he's like a weirdo, funny voice, and people would like really be into it. I think. And, yeah. And like, I think he'd kind of just tell stories. Yeah. But I think Evan Turner would be really uh, good. Evan Turner, yeah. He also uh, has a crazy voice. Yeah, Evan Turner has a crazy voice, but also. But I mean, it is because he got like he's like legit funny. Yeah, no, he's funny. He's, yeah, him selling those t shirts of himself as the logo <laughs> are so funny. <laughs> Have you seen those, Chris? No. It's him, like obnox. It's somebody. Somebody made a silhouette of him obnoxiously celebrating a three pointer, something he's not good at shooting. And he made T-shirts, which you can get it. I think it's ET for president. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Swaggy that. P, I think, would probably not be good at stand up, but it would be worth watching. Yeah, a lot of fun. energy. <laughs> yeah, real high energy guy. Yeah. Um, um, I would like to see. I think Gilbert Arenas would really eat it, but he'd be like an insult comic who dropped the jokes, and by like the third joke, he'd just be. Saying like real mean, direct but he was like a so, joke thief, if you remember right. Yeah, no, that's yeah, what yeah. I'm saying. Like, <laughs> like he'd be, I mean, he's doing like he would be like roast battling, where all the, <laughs> yeah. you know, I mean, I'm sure, no disrespect yeah. to the roast battle, and of course the wave, we love the wave. <laughs> uh, but but you're you're kind of treading in the same category. Oh, yeah. Like you're gay, you're fat, you know. And so readers would do that. And I'm sure someone would be like, "Hey, you're a joke thief," and he'd say. I have $5 million in my pocket right now. Look at your shitty shoes. Because that's kind of his relationship with Nick Young. Well, if you remember right, he did... When that blog was ending, he went in on Joe Mandy at one point. And Joe Mandy wasn't even that famous yet. He was like, oh, you've opened for Hannibal Burris. Gross. Well, that's before Joe they were both famous. Joe Mandy went at him on Twitter. That's right, what happened. But then, like... But then that was like Gilbert Arenas is like his burns were not good is what I know. No. Yeah. <laughs> when would he have ever had to really develop a burn? Oh, yeah. His, like Gilbert Arenas' whole career, even the things that are endearing are not just punching down, stomping down. Yeah. Like, like it's hilarious that he would just shoot Nick Young with a paintball gun. But <laughs> yeah. like, it's kind of more fun to... Yeah. I don't. I feel like it would not be that funny to watch it live. No. Wow. Yeah. All right. Back to the Lakers. Not <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, yeah. All Sorry. right. So here, let's recap the Lakers season. They went ten and ten to start the year. Everyone was so excited. They were like, "Oh, the young guys are back." Then For the went... record, I believe you said they wouldn't win more than seventeen games. Did I say that? Not on the program. Oh, it was, off, it was off the record. It was off the record. Sure. You definitely bet their 
over under, but I can't remember what that. But yeah, then was. they went two and fourteen in December, mm-hmm. which I definitely called that. I was telling all my friends, I was like, "Look at their December schedule; they are fucked. Yeah. You need to get off this train now." Yeah. Uh, then on Valentine's Day, they went on a stretch where they were they went one and four. Uh, but now to end to close out the season, they beat Memphis, San Antonio, Phoenix, and Minnesota. Uh, jeopardizing both uh, two draft picks because they have the third worst record now. Sean, correct? They do have the third worst. They're they're not as good as the sorry. They're not as bad as the Nets or Suns. Um, and if they don't get at least the third pick, they lose this year's pick and their 2019 pick. Yeah, but if they keep that pick, they also keep their 2019 pick. Oh yeah, I know. Chris, are you worried or proud? As I'm the proud. Laker fan? You're I think proud. The basketball gods. We'll pay them back uh, for, I don't know, they played, I think it was good for the guys to pick up steam and play well together. I've been to a couple games in the last month, and it was, they really started to gel, and it was kind of fun. Mm-hmm. And why tank? Like, let them, yeah, let them, it, uh, you know, keep on building and playing, and it was, uh, I, I liked it. I, I think it's fine. I didn't, I don't know. I think it'll be okay. It's kind of stupid, mm-hmm. but I don't know. Don't fucking tank. Yeah, on purpose. I don't know. I'm pro tanking. I'm not pro tank. I, you can't. You can't it, I don't know how you would necessarily tank with that team. Like they benched. They benched. They benched Moskov and Dang. But I mean, you can't. You can't bench your first round pick. It's no. first year. Like that's also the the you relative put the wrong advantage. Guys in too. You you're supposed to put in Dang and Moskov if you want to tank. Those yeah. guys don't give yeah. a shit. These guys up from the D League, like whatever Robinson and the yeah. new guys, are just like, uh, yeah, I'm gonna play my fucking heart out. Yeah, if well, I, that's I, what... I get to play ten <laughs> minutes, I'm gonna fucking do it. You Julian know? Rodriguez had a great. Our friend of the pod at Juice Melange, uh Julian Rodriguez said uh, that it what 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 he his theory is that Tyler Ennis, who they got in a trade from the Rockets, was totally on board. I think Julian said he was the tank commander, and then. <laughs> With a couple weeks to go, he realized, I got to earn a contract for next year. Yeah. Like, I'm, Everyone's trying <laughs> to earn a contract. This is year three, and he's been a force. Yeah. Um, but, I, yeah, there's, it's, not that big, it's not that big a difference between second worst and third worst, and it was just impossible to out-tank Brooklyn this year. Brooklyn was trying all year. Yeah. I mean, Brooklyn... God bless Brooklyn. Yeah. God bless, bless yeah. Brooklyn. Sometimes oh, it's hard that, for teams to handle me on the inside. The energy in general was so much more fun at the Staples Centers this year. I felt like just like the play. I mean, the players like we knew they were bad and stuff, but it was awesome to see Ingram like come to life, well, especially was, towards the end. I, I forgot that he was a rookie. It by was the nice end. that Kobe was. Not God, there anymore. That's the yeah. that was the best part. <laughs> it was fun. Like fucking Meta would go for free throws, and everyone would start chanting MVP at it the same like, time. It was like really <laughs> silly and fun I again. Did feel a little bit like uh, like the Sabalos era. Or no, like um, like you were an NBA like widow, where like your wife had been really sick for three years and then she finally passes and you're sad, but it's like a relief. (laughs) (laughs) You're like, whoa. (laughs) Yeah. That's a year. By the end of the year, like, Hey, I'm single again. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. 
fun. Check out this Brandon Ingram. <laughs> yeah. Dad, did you learn how to snowboard? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, well, I I also think it, it. You know, obviously you want your picks rather than not having your picks, but you also there's a certain there's a, a cap on how many young guys you really want to have. Yeah, I, I just remember seeing so many collections of dudes like that, and it doesn't it doesn't really work well when it's too many. Like, imagine those like mid. 2000 Blazers teams or like the 2001 Clippers where it was just like, look, it's it's seven 22-year-olds. What could go wrong? <laughs> yeah. like, they can like never you get all to... the way. Like you have like something like the 90s Magic or something. Yeah. Like, yeah, that's awesome. And then it's like, okay, well, and then it just, those teams are always kind of broken apart, it feels like. Yeah. Too. There's a lot of like kind of macro looking at the NBA too where it's kind of like, well, you know, in general – three-pointers and free throws are more valuable, so why not just do only those things? Like, well, it's kind of a case-by-case basis with players. And same thing of, like, oh, well, you got to – your odds are much incrementally better of drafting a a 19-year-old than a 21-year-old. Like, that's true, but also just think about how many important things you would trust a 22-year-old man to do for anything, like – that would be like nothing. That would be like yeah. carrying f- heavy stuff, um, <laughs> getting alcohol poisoning, and trust yeah. that, like making making memes. So you heard it. You heard it here first. Uh, Sean Keen said, predicts that next year Brandon Ingram will get alcohol poisoning. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. All right. Uh, <laughs> So the Cleveland Cavaliers can't beat the Hawks, and uh, their defense is really bad, and they cut Larry Sanders. Larry Sanders, what a comeback story. And the they three signed... beautiful weeks he spent back on the Cavs. <laughs> did you see why they under- cut him? <laughs> no. Uh, he missed the team bus to the airport. Yeah. Who did? Larry Sanders. How uh, weird. Oh, Artie, does my ass look fat in these shorts? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he uh, when he gets... <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. No, I just... It's just a thing I keep remembering we have to do every right. time we say Larry no, Sanders. No, I'm just, I'm just imagining him standing in the team kitchen making, like, their nutritionist make him, like, just omelet after omelet and just going, <laughs> no flipping, let it cook on the side. <laughs> Uh, yeah, so he came back. What a what a weird thing that a guy who failed so many marijuana tests that he left the league and chose to take a buyout rather than the yeah, he chose extensive like, free he mental chose health like counseling available to 14 him. Fourteen million dollars instead of sixty six million. Also, his his contract <laughs> his contract literally specified like unlimited mental health care. Not everybody had yeah. that. While you're getting paid, and he still was like. But I would have to stop smoking weed, and that's worth fifty million dollars to me. <laughs> and then he came back a couple of years later, and it didn't work out. Yeah, who'd have thought, huh? Um, but they signed a guy named uh, Eddie Tavares, who I have never heard of before. He played drums for Santana. <laughs> I said when we we went on like a roast battle. I said. He sounds like a guy who played bass for Ozzy's band in the 90s. <laughs> oh, <totally>. <laughs> <laughs> Eddie yeah. the Rocket Tavares or something. <laughs> I also said it's, he sounds like uh, the son of a man who invented an MMA fighting style. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, totally. <laughs> well, he has, he has like, 
he has the name of like a Venezuelan catching prospect. <laughs> yeah, he's, yeah. he's from Africa, but you're like, your name's Walter? <laughs> <laughs> well, that's the thing. It turns out he's Walter Tavares, who I do know who that is, but apparently he changed his name to Eddie with one D and a Y uh, and is now on the Cavs. Um, he's going to be better than Larry Sanders probably, right, Sean? I mean, yes, because he won't be too <laughs> high to catch the team from? bus. Uh, well, I'll tell you, uh, he was a D League All Star this year. Mm-hmm. He's seven foot three. He Whoa. has an eight foot wingspan. He's twenty five years old, and he's from the an island in Africa called Cape Verde. No, no, um, he's from an island off the coast of Cape Verde. Oh, so an African me. country that you may not have heard of. He lived on an island off the coast of that and was um, like how like uh, his father was Tom Hanks and his <laughs> yeah, mother, and Tom his Hanks mother was a volleyball. <laughs> uh, <laughs> and so I guess he was like he was like 17 years old and some tourist, some like British tourist or something just saw him and was like, you're seven feet tall. Do you ever play basketball? And he was like, basketball, what? Yeah, he was. He's, he started playing basketball at 17 years old. Oh, wow. And um, he's going to win a ring. And I, I believe his coach was Kevin Bacon. Yes, um, yes. <laughs> I mean, it's, it's, Dave's not here to talk about this, but uh, I was getting a super My Giant vibe. <laughs> yeah. This whole story. Oh, speaking of My Giant, um, we have 29 reviews on our podcast still. Another week went by without a five-star review. If you give us, if we get to 50 five-star reviews, 50. we will do a commentary of the white slavery documentary starring Billy Crystal and George Maris on My Giant. <laughs> We're this pretty is- sure it's about white slavery. White slavery is popular in that era. It's real, dude. I, white slavery is, is real. We, yeah, Mr. Belvedere, who's the boss, right. Vicky the robot. Oh, wow. Slaves. <laughs> <laughs> That's ter- I mean, a lot of people don't know that about Mr. Belvedere, right? Yeah, he's, he's not allowed to leave. <laughs> yeah, yeah, they he s- works for free, right? And you know, they also said Charles was in charge, but no, he was a white slave. <laughs> sure. yeah. Also, Tony, not the boss. I'll tell not you that much. White slave, <laughs> yeah, white slave. Who's All the white- boss? Easily answered first episode <laughs> when they Angela when <laughs> Angela buys him in a white slave auction. <laughs> How sexist was the 80s that that was even a potential title? <laughs> yeah, that the cleaning like, guy might be the boss. It's like, so he's, we a got man. Him. He's, he's a man. He used to play baseball. He knows how to tap dance. We know whoever can step ball change, that's the boss. Anyway, Eddie Tavares is the boss. Uh, the <laughs> Cleveland Cavaliers now. And Dante Jones. They're bringing Dante, Dante Jones, Jones back. Oh, that guy sucks. Yeah. How long has it been since that guy played? It seems well, like he forever. was on the Cavs last year. Oh, I mean, but, but, Jesus, but the last like time ago. the last time he played, though, probably like 2014. I, well, no, he, he played. He a played bit a little finals. bit in the finals. Um, I mean, the thing I most remember him for is when the Nuggets claimed he could guard Kobe Bryant in that Western Conference Finals series, and Kobe Bryant torched him. Good, good work, oh, that George was Carl. Fun. Uh, also, when he bumped Draymond Green because Doc Rivers told him to. Oh, yeah, and, yeah. and Draymond Green just said, yeah, he wants me to fight him, but, I mean, if I got suspended, that would really hurt us. And him, He doesn't he, play. He don't play. Yeah. <laughs> he don't play. So. Draymond would be a good stand-up. Yeah. Yeah, he'd be good. He'd be good. He'd be a good, uh, I think he'd be a good, like, talk show host, too. Yeah. He's good at, he's good at listening. 
Mm-hmm. Well, he's he's had had theater training. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he he has. Really? He played Othello at uh, uh, Michigan State. Oh, I I just wanted to share one Cavs theory real fast. Yeah. Is the reason the Hawks just are kicking their asses recently is that Chris Humphreys is still so mad at the Kardashian family. <laughs> <laughs> That's so hilarious. Tristan's dating Chloe. He's got a Chloe tattoo on his back. Oh. Every time he every time he just sees the edge of that tattoo, every he's time like, he comes on his own back, he yeah. sees it. <laughs> That's so sad. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, anyway, Chris Humphreys is like, this is it. I'm putting up eight and seven. <laughs> the biggest Chris Humphreys revenge game. Um, uh, should we take a break? We got yet another sponsor for the Roundball Rock podcast. Uh, now, we mentioned earlier that Tony Romo retired from the Cowboys. You may have read he's taking over for Phil Sims as the lead NFL analyst on CBS. But that's not his true passion. Tony Romo loves two things helping out the less fortunate, and intense martial arts training. That's why he opened Tony Romo's Hobo Dojo. Tony Romo's Hobo Dojo helps out-of-work and homeless Americans empower themselves through the magic of karate. Homeless people are fed, bathed, and given a clean gi. They're given job training, counseling, and four-hour-long karate classes every single day. After playing alongside Des Bryant and Terrell Owens, Tony Romo has plenty of experience dealing with people with mental health concerns. He believes that they need compassion, but you also have to fight them. When Tony Romo was undrafted out of college, he was also out of work. He credits introductory karate classes with giving him the discipline and mental focus he took with him into his NFL career, as well as a huge confidence boost from being an adult man sparring with small children. Having been jobless, he believes the only handout the less fortunate need is a hand that's punching through a wooden board and or a pile of bricks. In his words, he says, Tony Romo's hobo dojo is like comic relief, only with kicking people. And Billy Crystal doesn't do any racist impressions. Wow, okay. While a karate enthusiast himself, Mr. Tony Romo is only a yellow belt due to a devastating pinky injury he suffered during his first year of classes. Tony Romo has also been concussed, sprained his knee trying to learn the undefendable crane position, and dislocated his shoulder putting on his karate pants. Cowboys team trainers were frustrated by his refusal to get back surgery, preferring instead to have his sensei Rick rub his hands together quickly and then grab his injured body parts. Romo and his life partner Jason Witten plan to do a sparring exhibition right before the preseason opener in August. Your donations to Tony Romo's Hobo Dojo are completely tax-deductible, and this is the perfect time of year to do it. For whatever reason, donations made in the fourth quarter keep getting intercepted. Tony Robo's Hobo Dojo. Let's roundhouse the homeless. Not affiliated with Hop Keto for Humanity. Thank you, Tony Romo's Hobo Dojo. Thank you. Uh, Tony Romo heavy show today, huh? It's a, real, it's a real weird coincidence that they chose to sponsor this week. Well, you know, it, the ad department is, they're, they're the best in the business. Speaking of the business, uh, that's the name of a comedy show Sean Keane runs with our guest, Chris Garcia. That's me. It's the time we interview Chris Garcia now. Uh, Chris, I have one question for you on my rundown. Yes. And it's not even a question. So if I were me and I called with this, I would yell at me. Tell the story of meeting Shaq on the beach. Oh, oh, not much of a story, but one, 
Fourth of July, mm-hmm. Manhattan Beach, California, on the Strand, where Shaq's uh, agent, uh, Leonard Armato, mm-hmm. <laughs> was his name. Uh, he lived on the Strand in Manhattan Beach, and every year, I mean, that's just where everyone would go. Uh, Manhattan Beach is in Southern California, in South L.A., um, and it's a big beach town surfing community, and everyone would go. And ride their bikes on the Strand, drink openly on the Strand. And I remember, I think it was 1990. It had to be five or six. Pre-Kazam. Pre- Post-Kazam? Oh, he comes to the Lakers in summer of 96. Yeah, so I think it was that, either that summer, or it could have been 97. Anyway, I was walking down the Strand, or I was on a bike, and Shaq was hanging out on the Strand. And I went up to give my high five. And it felt like I had slapped a wet baseball glove. <laughs> <laughs> Did he say anything? Was he like, hey, quick guys, you. Thank you very much. Nah. Good my team. No, he was just like, it's fireworks happy 4th of July. <laughs> <laughs> happy 4th of July. It's a beautiful country we live in. Right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. You should call me the big one, big M80. <laughs> <laughs> the big sparkler. The big Statue of Liberty. I was the most spectacular. <laughs> the biggest fire hazard. <laughs> Was he dressed like Uncle Sam? Uh, oh, that would yeah. be the best. <laughs> oh, I thought he was dressed like uh, James Brown in Rocky Four, but I guess it was <laughs> Uncle Sam. Oh, I, I mixed up the two. Um, so, Chris. Yeah. You want to hear about the story? The time I met Vladi? Yes. <laughs> I was in. I would see the Lakers a lot growing up in Inglewood and going to school in Westchester and stuff, and. I went to the first annual NBA Rock and Jock basketball game. I believe it was what? 1991. This is the greatest story on the podcast w- already. Which was at um, Loyola Marymount University. LMU. LMU right Go there. Horses. <laughs> horses. The Lions. Go Horses. Go Lions. <laughs> R.I.P. Hank Gathers. R.I.P. Bo Kimball. <laughs> One day. <laughs> uh, but, man, it was – I saw – Okay, so they played at LMU. I saw Flea, Morris Chestnut, Dan Cortez. Stone Gossard was Stone, Stone Gossard. No, Stone Gossard, but uh, the guy that played Parker Lewis and Parker Lewis can't uh, lose. Corin Nemac. <laughs> yeah, Corin Nemac was there. Uh, Marky Mark did the halftime show in his underwear. He oh, played he good, vibrations. good Vibrations. And uh, uh, what's it called? Boys to Men sang the national anthem for 45 oh, I minutes. I bet that was beautiful. <laughs> yeah. Did they play in the game? No, they just sang. I guess that one guy just has a cane. Yeah, the cane guy was on injured reserve. (laughs) (laughs) I bet Wanye is pretty good at uh, rock and jack basketball. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Well, the problem is they're they're from Philly, and so they're all just injured. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) Yeah. They're tanking. They're they're actually they were tanking really early. (laughs) Uh, Who else played? It was a really Daisy Fuentes was she there? Oh no, I would have died. Cindy Crawford? No, Cindy Crawford. House of Style. Now, um, Tabitha Soren dunked from the free throw oh, line. Oh, whoa. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Dude, sounds like there's more than one money, money baller in that family. <laughs> yeah. Kennedy was there. She won the skills challenge. Oh, was uh, she talking about Reagan? <laughs> she was talking cool about Reagan. Reagan. Was? Yeah. <laughs> Chris Novoselic. Oh. Uh, he got a double-double. John Norris. John what color Norris. was his hair? <laughs> no, he he had to, he, just like the blood rule kept him off the court. He was just, just kind of generally bleeding a lot. It was weird. <laughs> the game was really fun, and I think I was—I've looked for it, but I was on camera for at least 
a split second because I remember watching it and me like running towards the camera, be like, yeah! <laughs> with my friends, and I'm trying to hunt it down because I know I'm on screen for a second. But um, after the game, hung out and like tried to get autographs and stuff, and I lived really close, so I just stayed as long as possible with my friends and stuff, and saw Vladi walking towards his car and everyone was gone. Was he smoking? He was smoking. Yes. And I was like, Vladi, Vladi, I'm a big fan. Can I have your autograph, please? And he's like, no. And um, <laughs> then like this girl that was close to my age, maybe a little older and pretty, was like, um, hi, Vladi. And he's like, hello. Might have offered her a cigarette. I'm not <laughs> sure. Not positive. It's a little blurry. He was making deals even back then. <laughs> making bad deals even then. And then um, I think you know she he got he gave her his autograph and it broke my heart. But that's not the first time the uh, Lakers have broken my I've heart, denying me and my I was family autographs. Ask. In the aughts, my mom asked uh, Devin George and Luke Walton for autographs. At LAX, my mom, you know, now she's describe so your mom. My mom is the most adorable four foot eight woman ever. She's yeah. very charming. She's funny. She has a little she's voice sweet. like this. She's like, hi, hello, Mr. Walton. Can I have an autograph for my son, please? And like a real cute smile. Oh, yeah. just yeah. a cute little lady. And both her and Devin George denied my mom. Still oh, mad. I, I mean, I think Luke's probably an okay. I think he owes her an apology. Us, but yeah, yeah he, he definitely a public apology to yeah. my mom. Um, Luke, I know you're listening. Please apologize. Some Ma- magic is nice. Michael Thompson was really sweet. I don't know if he was with Baby Clay at the time, but I remember seeing him. In what Westchester was that baby Park. smoking weed? Yeah, <laughs> was he with a weed smoking baby? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, it was weird. The baby was smoking weed and like drowning forty five footers. <laughs> just where I'm like, <laughs> just sinking shots. I don't know if it. I think it's this podcast where we talk about Clay Thompson being a pothead every single time. I think so. Yeah, he's easily my favorite warrior this year. Like it's <laughs> not even great. close. It's like it's so he's so charming. The fact that he was in Dolores Park last weekend playing, playing a trumpet, trumpet is the funniest <laughs> thing in the world. Amazing. <laughs> Shouts to Trevor the Truffle Guy from oh, Dolores man, Park. I miss that man. Still out there. Doesn't age a day. It's I remember beautiful. I had. Trevor the Truffle guy is a guy that would sell uh, these delicious artisanal weed truffles in Dolores Park. Yeah, they were like dusted with. It was like getting. It was like going to a chocolate shop. Yeah, and they were very fancy, and he would have copper these pots. copper <laughs> pots, and he'd walk around. He was beautiful. You couldn't tell what race he was. He was like Sade as a man. You know? <laughs> You're like, are you every part of every beautiful part of every race at the same time? And he'd wear like. A, like flowing white linens and shit <laughs> and he would sell three delicious pot chocolate truffles for like 20 bucks or something yeah. and the park would be really busy but i remember just like driving by the park and like stop and i could just wear just like waldo him from anywhere in the park and be like hey man i'm in a hurry here goes 20 bucks thanks see you next time <laughs> oh guy was the best i bet you him and claire buddies um i also have another question here for you i uh, hear you have a nba related collection of weird things uh what what do you have an nba collection of uh uh let's see oh i've got you know the first i've got the full first set of hoops cards oh. <laughs> you remember those from like 91 or whatever uh i have oh yeah i have i love i i, I don't know why i kept these 
But I have a stack of newspapers from when Magic made the announcement that he had HIV. <laughs> and I was just a little kid, but I was like, this is imp- this is very yeah. significant. He was my hero, you know. Uh-huh. I love I had, you know, I I got a dog the day that Magic hit that like hook three-pointer mm-hmm. to beat the Celtics. We got, I got a dog that day and I named him Magic. <laughs> like Magic was just my childhood hero, you know? Mm-hmm. And um that dog also lived like 15 years longer than a normal dog. It's weird. Yeah, it retire, I had to retire early. That's really weird because I had a dog named David Blaine. <laughs> oh. Your childhood hero. Yeah, my childhood okay, hero. And a magician. Can I show you something? <laughs> my dog. <laughs> David Blaine. <laughs> yeah, it was crazy how you, you would really trick that dog pretty badly. Yeah, it was, it was not a smart dog. <laughs> Chill dog though. Yeah, your dog was, also mean, you, part you, of the pussy. Yeah, posse. It was, yeah, my dog was definitely yeah. in the pussy posse. You submerged it in ice water for like three <laughs> weeks straight, and it was still super chill about it. <laughs> um, but so you have a stack of collect- of newspapers from the day Magic Johnson announced, announced he has HIV. Yeah, I have got the Sports Illustrated. I've got the L.A. Times, the Daily Breeze. Is any of that worth anything now? I have no idea. It's been, mm-hmm. I think, like 26 years, 25. Mm-hmm. How long has it been? I don't know. Uh, 20, 20, yeah, 26 years. Yeah. And it, it was, was summer of 91. Yeah, and I remember being so crushed. I was also crushed. Well, Hank Gathers, I remember writing uh, 44 on my shoes after Hank Gathers died because he was like a local hero just because LMU is right there, you know? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But when mm-hmm. Magic... Uh, I felt like he had died. Oh, well, I didn't even know really what well, AIDS yeah, was. You know, he was gonna die. Gonna die. Yeah. Um, especially Carl Malone and Charles Barkley. <laughs> um, but it's weird. Larry Larry Bird was the chillest of those guys about that. You'd think he would be the least. Chill. Yeah, the hayseed was like, yeah, whatever. <laughs> yeah, he was like, oh, I mean, my best friend. I ain't gonna <laughs> fuck him. <laughs> I mean, if it gets exposed to the air, it's not a big deal. Uh, you know, the advances s- we have in RNA sequencing. Now, excuse me, I'm eating a wedding cake and fixing my mother's driveway by <laughs> myself. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so that's how he ruined his career, right? Yeah. Was fixing a driveway for his mom. Yeah, that's how Larry Bird, why he had to retire so early. As a what, multimillionaire. What he refused to hire someone to fix it, to pave his mother's driveway, and he did it himself and hurt his back. Whoa. Larry Bird doesn't believe in uh, contracting out labor or stretching. (laughs) Which is also why I believe he will not trade Paul George. Yeah. Like, it's that. Uh, He's going to be a Laker, I think. Probably, but I don't think... Larry Bird's going to trade him. Oh, like, yeah. oh, even no, though yeah, he should. He's, yeah. But Larry Bird is going to ride that contract negotiation until it is done. Totally. And if I'm, if I'm looking at that Lakers roster to see who's going to be attractive to uh, the Pacers, I'm seeing Mozgov. <laughs> I'm seeing Larry Nance Jr. Like, those are all Pacers waiting to happen. Yeah, they, they need to draft a white guy. They need to draft... Yeah. Uh, who's that Duke guy? Luke... Uh, Luke, Luke Kennard. Luke, Luke Kennard. Yeah. That is who the Lakers should draft to get Paul George. Oh, that is so smart. <laughs> and I'll be like, oh, he's a white and his name's Luke? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> All right. So, Sean, you and Chris went to college together and had a job, correct? We did. We both worked at the Lawrence Hall of Science in Berkeley. And you have a game based around that. For yeah, this is the game. So, um... That was our college job. Did you have a different college job too? Um, that was pretty much it. I worked yeah. at the dining commons at 
bowls mm-hmm. oh, or wear a hairnet I had to wear a hairnet dope yeah and it was in the dorm where I lived did you was that the first time you'd worn a hairnet uh no no if you're born in Inglewood you're actually born with yeah a that was gonna be my question <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's born in a, it slowly falls off at, over time <laughs> um so what, what I'm gonna do is I'm gonna give you some great former Lakers and um you're gonna say what you think their ideal student job would be Okay. Yeah. Okay. We're gonna start with uh, Derek Fisher. Derek Fisher was definitely the guy that worked the desk at the rec center. <laughs> he's <laughs> Just got checking that look. people in. I think he's like real unforgiving about not having your student ID. Yeah. Yeah. He was also probably the intramural uh, referee. That's right. like totally Derek Fisher yeah, job. Yeah. yeah. Well, I'm not gonna play it, but I just I just want to keep this honest. <laughs> yeah. Um. Okay. James Worthy. College job for big game, James. I'm going to say, hmm, what would he do in college? Maybe drive around in a golf cart? (laughs) Oh, yeah. Because I feel like he would have one of those jobs where he'd sort of jump the line or beating the system, you know? He's, yeah, he's doing, he's doing tours, but he drives a golf cart or he's like, (laughs) Somehow working at the most obscure reference library. Oh, yeah, yeah. He's working in a weird legal library. Yeah, he's chilling. Okay. Uh, Cedric Sabalos. Oh, he was like the the fun RA. I feel like he was the RA <laughs> that would let you drink yeah. and smoke pot. He would actually sell. He was the RA that sold weed. Yeah. yeah. And occasionally he'd like really blow up at minor things. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, Usually surrounding women, I think. Yeah, like basically he ca- he catches someone having sex on the roof of the dorm. Yeah, and that like just makes him sets him his. off. Yeah, then yeah. he's off uh, to well, Lake Havasu. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Le- Lamar Odom. Hello. Mm, let's see. I think he worked at the Dining Commons. He's such a candy oh, man. He yeah. was just like he he worked at the brownie station, <laughs> like the Froyo soft serve. He's like, what Brown happens account. after the after the? He wouldn't the... charge his friends for sodas. Oh, he would not yeah. charge his friends. <laughs> he was super chill, cool guy. Yeah, yeah. Um, Nick Van Exel. Uh, Nick Van Exel, college job. He, oh, he, um, he would, <laughs> he would uh, like, t- he would work in like the parking lot for events. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I could totally see that. Like, really not giving a shit yeah just waving those wands around <laughs> oh yeah i could see that like outside of a concert uh, yeah 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 um kurt rambis kurt rambis oh definitely uh like um off he's like in an office right i was kind of picturing like um a physical trainer's assistant oh yeah yeah yeah, yeah. like he's always like that guy almost like stretching yeah, but too serious. Yeah, too yeah. serious. Yeah. Yeah, like he keeps having being reprimanded for like massaging too hard. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, Dwight Howard. Uh, I don't know. What would Dwight Howard do? I think he's fired like on his very first day for sexual harassment. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> He, he gets could, a job somehow, the, like outreach for high schoolers, and they're uh, and they realize very quickly, yeah. like, oh my god, he mentioned age of consent laws like four times his <laughs> yeah, first hour t- working here. Totally. See, I think Dwight Howard would give tours, oh. and he'd think he was like the funny tour guy, oh, and they'd be like, man. we don't want this guy's fart jokes. Uh, like, that could be good. That could be he'd be like, that's too. what we call the fart hall. <laughs> 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 
Yeah. Oh yeah. Then, then he'd just like do stuff like, "Hey, do you want me to do you want me to touch that part of the wall? Think I can touch the building name? I bet I can <laughs> jump and touch it." And I hate that guy. It's the worst. <laughs> uh, Andrew Bynum. Oh, Andrew Bynum. Oh, definitely like a library clerk that would just sit there and maybe fall. He's asleep in the library somewhere. Mm-hmm. I could see that. Maybe like o- overnight checking people into the dorms. Oh, yeah. Because he like doesn't go to class because he's playing Warcraft. He does, but he yeah. still does well in he the He does run like a poetry open mic, though. <laughs> you think Bynum oh, does? Yeah, for sure. <laughs> like he doesn't go to class, but he's like he runs like some kind of weird... Where he he's got frosted tips and he's reading like weird. He's the guy who has <laughs> the server that has all the like pirated music. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah, yeah for yeah. sure. Yeah. Definitely. And like you can just come in and hang out in this room. Like he also, I kind of feel like somehow he ended up getting a super single. Like his roommate maybe killed himself or something. <laughs> <laughs> but he's like it was pretty sad, but you know you can come and hang out. You can fit a couch in here now. <laughs> I'll, I'll, I'll also say 100% Andrew Bynum lofted his bed. Oh, for sure. Yeah, oh, yeah, like, yeah. Like, oh, definitely. Like maybe an hour. Once he learned it was a possibility. Yeah. <laughs> totally. Uh, and finally, Metal World Peace. Oh, man. What did he do? What was his college job? Well, he worked at, he tried to work at Best Buy his rookie year on the Bulls. And they found Why? out because he listed no, them as Circuit a reference. City. Oh, Circuit City. Because he wanted the employee discount. <laughs> <laughs> and so he applied and he sent in a resume. But one of his, they, they had him list his past employers. So he wrote, you know, Chicago Bulls. And like Jerry Krause and Jerry Krause's phone number. Yeah, that Jerry Krause has a phone like, You're calling from Circuit City? <laughs> wow, what a kid. That's yeah. something a kid does. Uh-huh. <laughs> Um, I could see um, I could see a couple things. I, I could see, now I could see. I him think being he'd like an write AV term guy. papers. He'd sell, but they would be such bad. Like he'd term be running papers. Papers. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but he'd be like, no refunds. <laughs> yeah, he's like, I just like writing term papers. I can finish a seven-page paper in like an hour and a half. I'm like, really? <laughs> yeah, I just do it, no problem. Yeah, I just don't. Just one draft, and it would just be like typed out it would literally be like <laughs> not even words just like <laughs> i take the money up front and then he'd hand the term paper and it's just like these aren't words and he's like you paid me already no refunds <laughs> i could also see him teaching english to like japanese students mm-hmm. and being maybe like some sort of liaison showing him around campus yeah. and stuff he definitely would be handing out mixtapes yeah, he, uh, his he, own <laughs> mixtapes to everyone. Yeah. <laughs> and, like, I do think also he would try out for whatever the men's acapella group is. <laughs> <laughs> so that was uh, Laker College Jobs. How d- how'd he do? He Should won. He, he won. won. Oh, oh, hell congratulations. yeah. Thank you. Um, <laughs> all right. And now it's Dave's favorite part of the show. Where every week, the Super Team Golden State 2016-2017 Golden State Warriors go up against another Super Team, and we decide who would win. Mm-hmm. This week, they're playing in honor of the release of the Fate of the Furious. 
The 2016-2017 Golden State Warriors are going up against the Dominic Toretto. It says gang in my notes, but they're a family. The Dominic Toretto yeah. family from the Fast and the Furious. I want to say, doesn't doesn't The Rock call him the Toretto gang, though? Probably, but he's part he of it now. He doesn't have gangs. He yeah, family. he's family. Yeah, they're family. So my question, uh-huh. first off, is what are, are they playing basketball? I think... I think we want them to primarily play basketball. Okay, they're playing basketball. But I think we need to add something to level the playing field a little bit. Are the Toretto's allowed to drive cars? Everybody's driving cars. Oh, ev- it's car basketball? It's car basketball. How many cars? Well, I think five, five on five. Five on five. Five on five. I think we have to expand the court. Right. It would have to be like... Well, basically, a quarter mile. Here, yeah, okay, the court's a quarter mile long, <laughs> <Yeah>. exactly. <laughs> or it's the length of the runway at the end of Fast Six, which is approximately seventeen and a half miles. I think it's a quarter mile. <laughs> I think we're living. No. We're, we're living we're our lives at a quarter, quarter mile. mile at okay. a time. Uh, and and other than that, you're shooting from the driver's seat, basically, right. and you can pass other people. So this is like is kind it of two, like two uh, to a car or one to a car. It's five cars, right? So I think the how the many Toretto Toretto five, gang members five are cars now? five on five. Oh, this yeah. is like it's like a douchier version of murder ball. Yes, yes, okay. yes. <laughs> uh, so I think you definitely Letty's driving a car. Okay, Dom is driving. Dom's a car. driving a car. Brian's driving. A Brian's car. driving a car. Dom's driving. Tyrese obviously, is like driving a, a, a car. Charger. Yeah, I don't. I don't know if Luda's on the court. He might just be coaching. Well, then who's the fifth driver? Uh, Han? Well, it's, an, it's either Han or The Rock, right? Well, that's what I... <laughs> do they... Is there, are there bench players? Yeah. The, 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 so, tra- do they the, everyone's cars? eligible. Or do are there extra cars on the bench that I they think, drive off I think of? Does they, everyone have their own car, or are there only five cars that people switch in and out of? Uh, no, they all get their own cars. Okay. <laughs> What and you can you can have more than one person in a car. So like if they if Jordana Brewster wants to ride with Paul Walker, that's fine. No, she's driving on her own. She's an independent woman. Okay. The one so do, who riding, do you think is doubling up? Uh, I think The Rock has uh, uh, that Brazilian lady. Okay. In his giant. Uh, oh, because he's he's probably in like at this point. And because we're at eight at this point, uh-huh. he's probably driving, a, literally driving a monster truck. Yeah. I think Statham is riding with his brother. Now, was Statham part of the gang? I think in this one he is, right? In Fate of the Furious, he teams up. He's part of the gang. He seems like he's so evil, though. Uh-huh. Okay, so you're saying, you're, who's your starting five, then? Starting five, I think you got to go classic. You got to go Walker. Running the point. No, I think. Yeah, no, he's a point guard. Yeah, yeah. Walker, uh, Letty at shooting guard. Yeah, I like that. Uh, Tyrese at small forward. Wow. Yep. I mean, yeah. Uh, Toretto, Dom Toretto at power forward, but he's really your point forward. He's like a Ben Simmons kind of type. Yeah, and uh, the Rocket Center. Okay, I think that's right. <laughs> Um, and then off the bench, your first guy off the bench is, uh, your people off the bench are Han, yeah. Gal Gadot, uh-huh. Ludacris. Yeah, I, I agree with all of yeah. those things. <laughs> That's your top eight. And I, and I actually think that um, 
when it gets to the fourth quarter, Tyrese is on the bench and you got Han in there. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you can try. Or they go small. I mean, Ty- then, Tyrese is going to foul out, get ejected, it, or wreck isn't that Isn't The car. Rock going to break his arm mid-game, though? I mean, it depends on if he's <laughs> contracted to simultaneously play a different great NBA team mm-hmm. while they're playing this one. <laughs> uh, all right, now... What cars are the Warriors driving? Um, well, Steph Curry's in a Mini Cooper. He's in a Mini Cooper. Oh, my gosh, <laughs> he really is. And he's like, oh, maneuverable. Um, <laughs> Clay Thompson is in a van. Oh, yeah. <laughs> like a Woody. Uh-huh. Oh, yeah, like <laughs> yeah. one of those old G- Like, yeah, it's like a, a VW a mural. van. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, one of those. Oh, yeah, yeah like totally. Like a VW van that has, like... a like, bus. Yeah, yeah like... <laughs> with, oh, with curtains with, on it. And a wood panel yeah. on the side. 21-window yeah. special. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And he definitely has a mattress in the back. Uh, he definitely. also has Visine in the glove box. Yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> He's ready for everything. All right. Uh, what kind of car is Kevin Durant driving? See, I think that Kevin Durant... The obvious thing is he wants, like, a Ferrari. Yeah. <laughs> but he doesn't want that reputation. Mm-hmm. So he's going to try to get something that's very close to what Dominic Toretto's driving. So, like, a muscle car? A muscle car. Okay. I, actually, no. I think he's driving, like, a souped-up old Ford Mustang. Okay. Well, okay. All right. All right. What's Draymond Green driving? I think Draymond is driving something that's probably not street legal. Draymond is driving, in my opinion, uh-huh. a garbage truck, but that has <laughs> like a that has like a real fast motor in it. So he's just like, I'm just gonna I'm gonna beat these guys to the rim every time in this garbage truck. Yeah, and like it's a really fast garbage truck. <laughs> <laughs> All right, and what is? Are we getting Iguodala? The, the I think we should spot? give Iguodala the spot. All right, yeah. what's Iguodala driving? Oh, I'm trying to think of like what. He might just be driving like a BMW. I was thinking of Volvo, like oh. just like super reliable, super well, safe, doesn't make a lot of mistakes. What's like the most? But it also has to have like a fuck you element to it. It's so true. Maybe, it's like a Volvo, but it has like a super obnoxious horn. Oh no, <laughs> it's a Volvo, but with a whistle tip. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, so Kurt Russell is coaching the Fast and the Furious Yeah, I, I, guess, squad. I guess it's Kurt Russell. Yeah, because we don't know enough about the new people. Yeah, and um, uh, Steve, are they in cars? No, he's in a command center. Kurt Russell doesn't really drive okay. in those movies, does he? No, but, you know, it, I you can't have them standing on the sidelines if everybody's driving cars. More my oh yeah, oh, yeah I think you hit maybe in the box. <laughs> um, yeah, I guess I guess that's right. Um, I'm trying to think if we're leaving anybody out that needs to be there for the Fast and the Furious crew. Yeah, um, Ava Mendez. No, no. Uh, um, uh, Sling Blade, Sling Blade, and Bow Wow from Tokyo Drift. Yeah, Bow Bow Wow. <laughs> Bow Wow should Bow-wow. maybe get like to morning radio guys. <laughs> I feel like Bow Wow comes in at the end of the first half just to make Lil Romeo feel bad. <laughs> and then, um, other than that, maybe you have. I feel like maybe Paul Walker's FBI friend comes in just to, to oh, hack Wiggum, guys. Okay. Yeah, Shea yeah. Wiggum's there to hack guys. Oh, those two, those two brothers. From five. Oh, Santos and Leo. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, they're they're 
They're like they the, are the also driving. They are also driving a garbage truck, but it doesn't have a souped-up engine. No, they they like <laughs> they got a bad deal on a garbage yeah. truck, and they're they're carrying like something they're trying to sell inside mm-hmm. it. Yeah, I don't know what that would be, but like foam fingers, like it's a garbage truck full of foam fingers. And they're like, we're gonna make a killing, but it's accidentally the middle finger, and they're like, you idiot! <laughs> <laughs> All right, so and it's a basketball game. It's a basketball because game because it's a bas. Oh, this is a tough one, right? Because the Fast and the Furious crew are essentially superheroes now. Yes, they can't be hurt. They can't be killed. <laughs> A car crash will not hurt them at all. But Draymond Green is also essentially a superhero. <laughs> I think I'm taking the Toretto's. But I think it's close. Well, I mean, it's... I don't think Steph's Mini Cooper is going to be able to... You don't think up. the maneuverability <laughs> of the Mini Cooper is going to help? Hmm. Cause not it's on g- defense. Well, because you know what it's going to come down to, because it's got to come down to it. It's... It's a loose ball mm-hmm. at midcourt. Um, Steph versus... Yeah, the Warriors uh, are up one, mm-hmm. and it's Toretto and Curry and a drag race to the, to the hoop. Other. Yeah, yeah. I don't think Steph's going to get that ball. So you think, you think they're going to... Are the Warriors going to blow uh, a .3 mile lead? I think so, <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I think I'm taking the Toretto's. I mean... The only thing that would change it is if there's a twist at the end and Jason Statham comes out. And then and then I'm going to say it's going to be delayed. But no, I think the Toronto's are going to get it. Yeah. I just think they're they unstoppable. Lose. They don't, they don't lose. lose. They don't lose. Chris? They got family. Yeah. I have not seen any of the Fast and the Furious <laughs> movies. <laughs> and I had, I've never seen the Warriors play. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so, but I'm going to go with... Uh, I'm going to go with the Paul Walker team. Yeah. yeah. And I'd like right. to see, basically, I think what's going to happen is a bu- they're going to dump a bucket of Coronas mm-hmm. on Dom, and it's going to give him his 17th concussion of the series. <laughs> and um, I feel like Tyrese is going to hug Paul Walker a little too long at the end. Yeah. But he also may have been ejected from the game <laughs> at, like, the 12-minute mark. Because he won't stop talking to the ref. Do they hug a lot in these movies? Oh, no. Tyrese really loved Paul Walker. There's a real, I mean, I would say maybe intensely homoerotic bond between the two of them. On film or off screen? On on film. Yeah. And then Vin Diesel and Paul Walker just appear to deeply love each other from the first moment they meet. I'm going to go with those guys. Good good squad. I like it. Yeah. Um, So fly the L-Dubaroo. Fly the L-Dubaroo. Rack it up. (laughs) Fly <laughs> the L Dubaroo. Yeah. Look, our biggest fan, his name is Dubaroo. He's the one who keeps the records of the Warriors in these fictional matchups. Ah, that's yeah. amazing. Yeah. Um lives in San Diego. Shouts to Dubaroo. Yeah. Uh he played AAU basketball with Matt Bonner. Uh, uh that's awesome. Yeah, he's great. Uh we love Dubaroo. He went to England for like a month, and we were worried. He was, we were like legitimately worried about him because we hadn't heard from him <laughs> for so long. Yeah. Um, <laughs> all right. Uh, Chris. Yeah. Thanks for coming on. Thanks you for having me, guys. You want to plug? Uh, just to show me and Sean do every Monday. Uh, every Monday at Little Joy. Little Joy, yeah. The business. What the time? The business. Uh, nine o'clock. It's yeah. free. 
Anything else? You want to plug your album? You got you going on tour? What do, you have all those things. You gonna be on TV soon? What's going on? Uh, <laughs> you know, you should visit. Um. Uh, no. No. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Follow me on Twitter. Yeah. At Chris Garcia. <laughs> That's Great. not it. Underscore Chris. Yeah. Un- no. No. Just regular Chris Garcia. Follow oh. him. Oh yeah, yeah, he's great. Go follow that. Other <laughs> yeah, guy. Yeah. Good follow. Uh, Sean, you got anything you want to plug? Uh, you know, the, go to the business on Mondays. I have tons of basketball stuff on Yard Barker, pretty much throughout the playoffs, hopefully. But there's three different things this week about. That's awesome. Uh, dream playoff matchups. I go through a lot of the teams that want to make the playoffs and see what went wrong, and then uh, referee columns. Make fun of uh, Brooke Lopez and LeBron James quite a bit this week. All right. Uh, follow us on Twitter at Round Rock Pod. Yes. And email us at roundballrockpod at gmail.com. Uh, you can also call us on the phone. Robot, what's our Google Voice number? Three, two, three, six, eight, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, Where this, where two days ago I tweeted, I thought you were able to smell your own breath. I don't need drugs. I got a higher thing. Trust the process. Trust the process. Shut it down. Let's go home. Shut it down. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.